It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, good afternoon, welcome to the final word. Manchester City 2, Everton nil at the Etihad. A defeat which is normally the case lately when Everton play Manchester City. I haven't beaten them since 2017. And uh, Saturday was no different. I mean, Jack, was it pretty much what you expected at the weekend? It's exactly what I expected, to be honest. And I don't mean that to put Everton down because I think, you know, we did perform well for the most part in what we were trying to do. We obviously had a game plan which would keep Man City out to try and limit the chances. And we did that. I don't think they had a shot on target within the first hour, did they? So, Until he scored know, the goal. So we were having success in what we were trying to do. But we went into that game knowing that our game plan was purely defensive. It was about stopping them. There wasn't really much attention to going up the other ends because we know if we go out there and try and play expansive football against Man City with our squads, the game will probably be done within 20 minutes and not in our favour. So, yeah, I completely understand why we approach the game this way. It's completely what I expected. But ultimately, with a game plan like that, it can go right for 70 minutes. But the second it goes wrong, the game is probably done. Mm. I mean, Pad, we, we saw even yesterday when you try play sometimes against the top players they can destroy you the way Arsenal destroyed West Ham but for Everton it was a case of it was a case of trying to get a nil-nil I think because I don't think we trust in our attack and play too much when you're playing against such a top side like them yeah it's it's near on impossible isn't it it's it really is you need that you need a plan that works and then a little bit of luck and the opposition not to be at their best and you to be at your maximum and, and none of those things really mm. happened you, you can as jack said there you can your plan can work for 70 minutes but a game isn't 70 minutes long and when you've got a team that are that good you look at the bench and how good the bet every single member of their bench could have gone into our team you know um and that's the gulf now and a lot of people a lot of people have would still criticise Everton on Saturday, but they, yeah, individually they could have had, we could have had better moments in the game. Players could have done maybe their job a little bit better. Still, don't think it would have really changed the result. 
because when you've got a player like Haaland who's in you know is in that kind of form, what can you do? I mean, this this is just this is just Premier League football. Now, this the golf is just huge, and um, we but we went in, we had we had the plan at least, and it and it did frustrate and it did work, and it does give you confidence that at least if we've got anything going for us, it is that back four, mm. but it is the it is the unit as a whole defensively, and that's obviously what the manager worked. A lot of the time on hasn't he i mean mm. clearly not a lot of work has gone into the forward play and no. um, certainly without the core eh? so you have to just take something from that and move on we we won't be remembering this game you know i can't really remember last year oh no we do one one last year mm. i don't remember uh no but there's been games in the past where you just, just you just instantly forget them don't you and move on and if this feels like one of those games yeah, we are. It's, this was not a season-defining game for Everton. It's, we played the best team in the world. They beat us, and we have to move on. Our former players, that it's so basic and limited the way we attack that we did have to get those moments perfect. And in the first half, we, we did carry a threat on the counter-attack. That kind of disappeared in the second half. But first half, we did. Final ball was poor when we got into good areas, and that was the way it played out. But... Manager went with the same team, and Amadou Onan was back on the bench. Um, and we did. The, we have been able to have a good structure away from home. I think since Sean Dykes come come into the club, I think away. I think away. We just we seem to know exactly what we're doing. We don't mind playing on the counter attack. We don't mind giving, letting the opposition have the ball, and, and we look more comfortable with that. Jack forcing them into wide areas, and then dealing with the balls into the box. Yeah, definitely. You know, we've said our piece plenty of times about oh, Everton mm. are better when they have less of the ball, mm. you know, around that sweet spot where you were below that yeah. at the weekend. But we often do ourselves disservice when we have a lot of the ball because we don't have the quality to, you know, really control the game. We clearly haven't worked on that no. in training. We prefer being a counter-attacking team mm. of sorts. You know, we like to get up the pitch quickly as well. We attack in uh, quite basic scenarios. You try and get the ball out wide and try to cross it in. I think too often you take it too close to the line as well, but that's another thing. Um, yeah, it, it's easy to look at this game and go Everton approach this for a draw, and I do think the attitude would have been a pointy. It'd be a very good point. Yeah. But you know, I listened to Sean Dyke speak before about you know specifically when he was at Burnley as well. I think he was speaking about the time. He went to Liverpool and beat Liverpool in the COVID season. And he says, I'd never, ever approach a game looking for a draw. Mm. I'd be happy with a draw in some games, but it's always my intention to win. But Sean Dyche football, especially when you go to these type of grounds against these type of teams, it becomes a case of we're only going to win if you know we get that one perfect scenario. Maybe we get a stroke of luck to do that. We first need to stop them from scoring, stop mm. them from having the game won before we even get a chance. So that's where it starts for Everton, and that's what Everton did for the best part of 70 minutes of the game. And mm. you know, Haaland's, like you say, he, he didn't have a shot until he scored his goal, but you know as soon as he's getting that shot, it's going in the back of the net mm. just because he's brilliant finishing, the power he can generate. And... Look, I think we did a brilliant job in terms of shutting them down for the most part of the game, but it is just that one moment that will turn the games on its head and render our entire game plan not useless because we've avoided the drubbing, but it means any chance of winning has effectively gone out the window. Ped, the way the Premier League is and how good Manchester City <laughs> I've seen. Someone on Twitter yesterday, you know, 
moaning about Everton, worst team I've seen come to the Etihad and watch the point. And if it was that was my team, I wouldn't watch them anymore and all that. But and and like, this was a City fan, and trust me, I've seen many City teams who were horrific in my time. They're brilliant now, but how quick you forget when you've got the money about what a grim side you were at times in history. We're having that time now. Our squad has been decimated by the Premier League rules. It has, just the way it is, where you've got another squad that has, and a club that has done things differently, and, and we'll see whether it's legal or not, but have created a wonderful, talented football team with the best manager in the world and playing super football. But where we are right now, we know as season ticket holders and watching every game, we know our limitations. Our squad is basic. That It's built on a defence. Everton, before the weekend, had the fourth best defence in the Premier League. So it's built yeah. on the defence. The midfield is it's arguably the best midfielder was, was on the bench because he's just come off from injury. Our other big weapon in terms of goals is the core. He's not there. So we're already hammered down to the wire. Mm. What else could we have done? We're not there to entertain because we're not good enough to entertain. So what more... Could we have done really? I don't think we could have done anything else. I think. Isn't that an arrogance though? That like it's an arrogance. go there, play lovely football, get beat seven 0 and people pat you on the head. What? what? Yeah. These people, they, they soon forget. You know, they soon forget that. Especially people who been. It's funny with me and Jack were having a conversation earlier on um, more than a game about what you're born into mm. in football. You know what what generation you're born in. If you see changes, <laughs> then it's. It, it's it's um, you understand the different sides of arguments, yeah, but if you yeah. don't see change. If you if kids are getting born now and they're watching games in the next three or four years, they'll think VAR has always been around. Yeah. nine subs has always been around, and City we're have always been seen, amazing. We've seen horrific City sides. We've seen City in different divisions. We we've seen City. We know there's a hardcore of City fans who have been there mm, and all and, the way, and yeah. understand the. The things they've gone through and mm. wouldn't change them for the world, the, the playoff win and all that kind of thing. But you have a generation of fans now who are just see City as an elite team and never had to experience those dog days. And and that's we you know we we'll we'll hopefully have similar journey. I don't know if we'll ever get there, but it's it is it is sad when you get play you get fans with that kind of arrogance. Um. And it's it's rife in football now. It's one of the reasons why Everton aren't, I suppose, respected by a lot of football fans. Things change. Um, but what can you do? They're the best team in the world. Like mm. it's not even a conversation. It, I don't know whether football is the only sport where maybe it's not, but mm. where fans think you can elevate yourself through hard work. Do you know what I mean? Like like it's dead weird. It's like. You can close gaps through hard work, but the quality is not. Well, Everton did, didn't he? Quality will always shine. No, but quality Mm. will always shine through. Mm. Always shine through in the end. Especially Mm. if one team works as hard as the other. And Man City do work as hard. That's that's one of their biggest traits. It was one of the biggest traits of the Pep Guardiola. Especially in the second half of the season. But it was one of the biggest traits of the Barcelona team Mm. that he had. It's that they work as hard or even harder than, than everyone else. It's yeah. one of the reasons <clears throat> Liverpool's side so, is so good. Mm. It's because it works as hard or even harder than everybody else. Mm. And it's why other teams haven't been successful that do have good players in mm. it because they just don't work as hard. So how how do you compete against that? How do you, if you've got a tactic and your tactic is try and get it up to Dominic Carmeloon to hold and every time he gets the ball it's just taken off him mm. because their centre-backs are 
proper centre back. He was loose with his. No, he was. He was well. poor. He was poor in terms of possession. But what I mean is, is that they never even given him a chance. He was because, up against athletes, wasn't because, he? Because they are they have defenders. You know how to defend as the well. The two times he spun them, they fouled them, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. And that was it. Because they're all because <coughs> that's Clever. the other thing City have is they have proper defenders mm. as well. They don't need. They don't have like defenders. You just go. We were just looked at upon as just being classy and just another thing. The, the Bosch defense. They have so this unbelievable. I, I just, unbelievable. I think there's this thing in football where if you if you look at a game like this and you go, we'll get beat there. Why are you like that? Why have you got that attitude? That's what's wrong with this club. Behave yourself. What's wrong with this club is that it's been mismanaged from top to bottom, and because it's been mismanaged top to bottom, they've they've stolen the there are. Uh, joy of the game or any idea that we can compete with these football clubs well, it's not even you're right but it's not even they've stolen the idea the they've squad, just stolen it the squad has yeah. gone the squad, like when, it's quality so when we had like when we were going to City quite regularly and beating them mm. go back and look at the teams and how good our teams were on and paper City weren't that far ahead of us but our team now is, is oh it's 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 just it's depressing when you look at our team in terms of the midfield and the forward line to what teams we used to go there, some of the plays we had, they were brilliant. We've got, we've got. <coughs> I watched Saturday and, and I hate Everton losing any game. Fucking Everton losing a raffle, I get a cob on. Saturday I just didn't have a cob on because I was like, even though it annoys me watching Everton play basic football, and it does, it does. You know, looking at a game where you, you haven't got the tools to hurt the opposition. Doesn't matter whether you win. We've gone there with Everton teams. Like when Lukaku was playing for us, we didn't win there. But we had like remember we drew one one and but we had players who could yeah, cause them that's issues. What I'm we doesn't we haven't got it. It's not because White McNeil doesn't work hard or Jack Harrison doesn't run around. There's no issue with that. The players on Saturday gave everything. It, the quality just it's wasn't a quality there. gap, isn't it? That's Which it. is why you've got to be realistic. You can still, you know, look at individual moments in it and, you know, look at where the quality is specifically lacking, possibly. But ultimately, you've just got to be realistic and, and not get too upset or angry about the performance. And, you know, by no means, you're not going to be happy with a 2-0 defeat. No. But you can go, look, we worked hard for a large section of the game. Most of the things we did, especially defensively, worked. Mm. Going forward, we can take that and use that. And then mm. when we come into a more level playing field, like Palace on Monday... We can take the good things mm -hmm. we've done without the massive quality gap that's well, not in our favour. All I'll say is, right, I've just talked and praised the defence there. While we're so good defensively, we're really poor offensively. Yeah, and the numbers bear that out. So the numbers are showing you that one end, you're really solid and come, and it's a, it's a good base to build from. How good we are at the back. But offensively, our numbers are terrible. They really are. So therefore, when you're going to a game like mm -hmm. Manchester City, Every time you attack, it's got to be perfect. And we, we had two good opportunities in the opening kind of 20 minutes where mm. we had the Tarkovsky switch to Michalenko and he rolls it back. And if Dwight McNeil takes a little bit of care with his cross, Dom's got an opportunity mm. and he doesn't. He just, I don't want it, and just throws a ball in aimlessly and it goes right the way across. And then Jack Harrison does the same. Another good little break. He does really well. He gets around the back. And if he just has a little look delays half a second Dom can get in he doesn't he just goes I don't want it and fires it across and Dom's like what? now let that's, me get in there first that's the level but of quality that's just that, where we that's are isn't it? Quality. Yeah. that's not a if they've done this they won't do that no we know but I'm saying no, no, if they'd have took a little but we have seen McNeil take a little bit of care oh, God, 
Something. But on the day, I don't think if we good. had Pep Guardiola as our manager, we'd be any better. I really don't. I, I think we'd be better. I just but... don't think we're a good side. And no. We've got bang average players, and they were working like him. Mm. We've got the as bad as the football. Like the football's not good. We all have to put our hands up and admit mm. that. But it's the kind of football that will get us, hopefully, where we want to be, rather than being fanciful and going. Well, if we do this and we do that, and we have players that the wingers that bomb on and all this kind of thing. No, but it, what what you get? Yeah, but what you're getting is you've got a base yeah, there which is it. solid. And now, if we going forward, we if we get our desired thing and stay up, because with other things this year, it's not the pitch this year that's affecting Everton, which mm-hmm. it has been. And then we could add that couple of bits of quality in in attacking areas. Then your team does jump on again. Oh, in this league, forget about the top three, but in this league. Look at Manchester United. Mm. Like they've got, they got good players, right? But you look at them, and for most of the season, you're scratching your head, going, "What are these?" Mm. Like some weeks they are dreadful, and other weeks they win games. They're, they're four points off Aston Villa, who are having an unbelievable season. West Ham, who've just been pumped six 0 at home, but in the top seven in the Europeans place, but being solid and having a couple of X factors higher up the pitch. So Everton could follow that model. And, and become a lot more competitive. But just right now, all we can really hope for is that kind of discipline. The thing what I took from it was the players have all bought into a game plan mm. and they all do it to the maximum. Now, OK, that is for, for fans of Man City watching it. Well, guess what? I watched Luton at Goodison in the FA Cup the other week and they've done the same to us. They come, sat defensively, scored off, a set, scored off two set pieces, offered very little else. But I didn't sit there going, they're the worst team that I've ever been to Goodison. I just thought, their squad costs less than us. And they've worked the socks off and deserve to win the game in the end because they took the chances. Other teams have come this season and we've had to sit, we've been all over them. And they've walked out the door, Fulham, Wolves, looting the first time. Looting the first time in the league was embarrassing. They crossed the halfway line twice and scored two goals off set pieces and beat us. That's the way it is. That's football, isn't it? So for City fans, some of them to sit there with that arrogance that we should turn up and oil ourselves up and pull our pants down and go, go on, beat us by eight, and then you'll say, oh, Everton are all right. What a load of nonsense that is, because they are such a good team that you should acknowledge this as that team, that our team is fantastic and these have got to come and try and stop us. And that Everton did it brilliantly in that first half, Jack. It was the... First time since August 22, City haven't had a shot on target in the first half of any game. It's incredible. For us, to go and do that good a defensive job, players have to have credit for that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Got and that goes back to our performance being primarily a defensive one. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not a bad thing, is no, it? No, it's definitely not, because I think, especially when your squad's limited, the best base for success is being solid defensively. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it means you're not out of the game before you get a chance to do something at the other yeah. end. When the issue becomes the other end is when you've got a situation on your hands where you're almost looking at your attack and your defence as a pair of scales. Right now, the defensive scales far lower. It's got yeah. a lot more weight on it. If we want to improve got back at the other end... On it. Yeah, well, if we want to improve at the other end, we've got to start taking weight off the defensive scale, changing our system. Yeah, we don't. I don't think we'd have the quality in attacking players for that to be worthwhile, for that to be the best use of our Especially not players. well out the core, eh? No, especially not. You well, know, we've I'll... got decent quality of defensive player, I think, good enough to the point where if we start compromising that to give us more, 
the license to attack. I don't think we'll necessarily score that more many goals, but we'll concede a lot more. I think we've struck a balance that suits us for where we are right now, and to improve on that and take better players, it takes dipping into the transfer market and getting players who can do that defensive side, but also have more ability on but the ball. We are we are we where we are. Say, we're mid we were missing our most important um, ta striking asset, a corner. We were, yeah. We didn't get a one corner no, we didn't the have entire a corner, game, did we? did we? And if, you know, that's our, let's get it right, that's our biggest strength. We had one free kick, didn't yeah. we? Really? We had no corners, we had no, so we had no pressure, the ball's coming back all the time. Mm. That's exhausting as a, as a centre-back yeah. or a defender. Um, let me just say one thing for balance, because I do think Ben Godfrey should not have been on the pitch. He should have been sent off. I, I just have to stress that. He should. He kicked every week. Oh, with the face. Every week mm. we talk about... Every week we talk about things that go wrong. We were very lucky. Ben Godfrey mm. should not Why have Why did he kick it? I know. He literally he booted kicked him in out, the face. He, yeah. And he shouldn't have been on the... Just saying that for balance, because mm. every week we talk about, we got lucky in this game. Because yeah, yeah. really, he booted that goalie in the face. How how he that hasn't been pulled up. I think it was just because it wasn't a pro... No, I'm not... I'm not the... <laughs> no, have you seen it, though? No, I know. What I'm, what I'm saying is, because he didn't go yeah, like that, yeah. he just because he went like that... It's not obvious. It wasn't like through his football. I'm surprised it wasn't pulled up like but this more. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Don't understand why he did it, though. But, but it's a second motion, isn't it? Because like he pulls that. his foot away and it's it. them moments. Yeah. It's that thing where you go, What there. are you doing? I know. We were very lucky. What there. are you doing? But, no, that hasn't didn't. been mentioned. <clears throat> we're on the low. But um But even that, right? Yeah. That done my head in there. That movement's not from him, yeah. from Dwight McNeil. The pitch opened up for the shot and I'm, it's on his left foot and I'm thinking, just get a shot away. And he tries to thread a ball through the eye of an eel. Jack Harrison done it as well near the end of the first half. Don went on a run and he had five, ten yards of space to run in and just have a shot. And he's trying to dink one over and it's like, be brave, just get a shot. It doesn't matter, but if you bing one and it goes in the top corner like Gray did last yeah. year, the next minute you're winning one nil, okay. City would have, the imagine, would have still come back, but that Not was it. I mean. But I think the first half, I think we had defended without too many, like, really terrifying moments. Well, hadn't we? Pickford never saved. Doc, who was... 
Doc, he did. Yeah, he, that, he, given he, like, he was given. He was given us lots to think about. Mm. But our but positional we play with, we was good. Tarkovsky was. Tarkovsky made a huge block mm. uh, late on where it looked like they were they were going to get something. Yeah, but, yeah. but we just we just kept at it. But the problem is, it's relentless. Mm. And there's no variation in terms of you know what they're going to do. It's ha- can you stop it? And if you, you you don't have if you don't have an out ball, if you don't have it stick. Mm. And I, and I've talked to many. I talked about this the other day. The mythical game that Dominic Calvin played against Company, where I, that was the night I thought he might be a good striker. This lad, when we drew one one, when Rooney scored. To watch him that night and watch him on Saturday was. This just pales in comparison. Like he on Saturday, you know, we can talk about him not putting the ball in the back of the net, but I was really disappointed with him on Saturday. The 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 amount of times there was two in the first half where his first touch was magnificent. He dragged it away, he held the defender off, and twice he passed it straight to a City player. And it's like, like what can you must be able to see? You know, the the lads in the light blue, they aren't our play. He just hit it straight to them, and one of them. I don't even what there wasn't another pass on. I don't even know what he was thinking. He should have just gone back around the corner and played it on down the line. And the worrying thing about that is, and he has to keep hold of it. The worrying thing about that is, is that if 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 you're seeing that as a player, you're not going to start making those runs. You're going to stop because you're thinking about your defensive side of it. He lost a third, a third of his passes. Mm. And and you're you're right. It's we're not talking about the flick-ons. I'm not talking. No, no. I never criticised us in the ball for flick-ons. You get up and you try and do your job and you try and flick it on him where if there's a run of fire, we're talking about he got it down, mm. he got his head up, and then you're giving it away. it away. And that to me is like it's criminal. If it? you're a centre back, you are you oh, are you are looking at him and going, What are you doing for this football team? We have working our backsides off, which mm. got you're the out ball. You're getting it down. Mm. You've got to be able to find the blue mm. shirt. And if that means going back 10 yards and you almost start again, mm. then that's what it is. You've but you've started. got to start again with possession. Mm. That was massively frustrating. I think in his role, it is hard to do that job perfectly because he's isolated. He's picking the ball mm. up and therefore has a lot to do. If you've got a lot to do, there's no harm in simplifying it and yeah. playing it backwards and just keeping hold of it. You've got to keep hold of the sure ball. Making sure we yeah. keep hold of it for you more than 20 protect seconds. Protect the ball. You've got to protect the but ball. But then that protects our defence in terms. Mm. It means it's not wave after wave after mm. wave. It gives us these small breaks in between. We, we might not score from it because, again, it goes back mm. to the quality thing, but being able to just get our foot on the ball for a couple of seconds, play a couple of simple one, passes One helps. thing it showed me at the weekend, like glaring, Knew it anyway, but again, it just it highlights it more because you're playing against real quality. Is that there is no pace in this team? No, no. There's no the striker isn't quick. He, he's not slowed on, but he's. I mean, he's been recorded of being like really quick. I don't remember him really knocking someone, knocking it past not, someone and going. It's not like it's not like first two yards. Quick. No, like, Doc, like you look at Doc who's pace. Yeah, exactly. That's first two yards pace. It's more like a, if the ball's sixty yards away, you can get this. If you you know mm. over that build up speed, he'll, build up he, he'll speed. get it. He'll get it. Beto similar. He's not quick off the mark, but if you give him it, he, he can. But anyway, so he's not. Neither wide player the quick. I mean, actually, young. I thought that the decent game, but <laughs> he's more defensive, wasn't he? So he's not quick. Harrison's. All right, mobile enough, but he's not quick. McNeil's not quick. Michalenko's not quick. Godfrey's quick, but is limited. And the two midfielders didn't want to go on as well because they couldn't leave hold. So when you're playing against the real top draw side, what where other teams have sometimes been able to get a goal or something out of nothing is they've had that little bit of pay. I always think back to 
like when Wolves beat them, yeah. 2-0. That might be the last time he didn't score at home or something, but Wolves beat them there and the Dharma Traore got through and it was just the fact that he had that pace on the break. Everything else, they sat in and had 10 men behind the ball, but then he had an outball. Everton haven't had an outball for a number of years, have they really? Who's the outball? Walcott maybe, and he wasn't mm -hmm. exactly great, was he? When have we had a real speed that it's been a while? And that, to me, I was just looking on Saturday thinking, if we had one, maybe two wide players who were quick, that would cause a problem for the likes of City. Then you could almost have, it could almost be seven at the back and, and three up. We just don't have it. And therefore, again, the summer, however, if, it, if we can get there, the are, when you're on football manager and your filters, the number one thing has got to be pace because there is nothing in this team that has got any pace and in a league which a lot of times relies on pace, especially against top quality. Where's your outball? You know what I mean? We've had Anthony Gordon in the past when he got going and I always think, like, you think back to the Anfield derby when Alexander-Arnold took him down and yeah. should have had a penalty. And he was one who would knock it and, and have you in a race and, and see what, what you had. We've got nobody that does that now and that is, I know it's money, but there must be players around Europe who don't cost that much you can at least run and give you the threat yeah definitely and obviously you want that balance between you know a pace but a hard worker as well mm. i think sometimes people associate pace with our flashier players who don't want to do the yards mm. and that. it's not always the case mm. counter attacking teams teams who want to counter attack need pacey players so mm. these play these players do exist and they are around okay. it's just finding them and you know maybe it means taking a chance on a player from the championship or from leagues abroad where you don't often buy players from but it is something this team is massively missing. But it's I think it, we've missed for a few years. I think as well. it helped. I don't know. I think it helps Sean Dyche's side as well. The way we, we, had, we had the Mari Gray, who was the closest thing to what I think you're talking about. Mm. Somebody who we saw last season in this fixture picked up a ball and everyone sort of backed off. Mm. And that's the thing, isn't it? When they pick up the ball, they back off because mm. they're scared of what they're going to do. And he put one in the top bin. But we traded that in for a more rounded approach, players you could sit in the system. And obviously that's what the manager likes. He doesn't like a maverick. He likes mm. he likes a goose. Um you know, he likes he likes a mm. he likes someone that he that will work in a system when your back's against but the wall. I think wall. you need it in the squad. Of course you need one in the squad, mm. but he, but with with the finances No, no, and I mean moving forward. No, no, but the way the finances I mean. work we he, we've seen a situation and maybe the manager manager you know what was mad about the Damari Gray thing. I remember after Brent, no, Sheffield United away, because our window was shut, but the, mm. the the other one was still open, wasn't it? Saudi Arabia one was still open, and he said quite openly he's not going. We want him to stay. No, I was just about to say wasn't that. He didn't want to get rid of him. He, he, he said he wasn't going, and mm. then he, he went because clearly promises had been made to the player that he was leaving. He'd mm. obviously said, when you set his heart on something, you understood his role was going to be limited. And he and he and he took he took the way out and you can, again you can't blame that maybe Dan Juman has got a, a touch of that let's not get it wrong he's got a touch of that as well but he's been used sparingly we have swapped Dan Juman out for 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 him so you can understand that but Dan Juman's going to be missing probably for another month now by the looks of it and he's not pulled up any threes has he he thought? hasn't but he doesn't play and footballers need to play football mm. you can't just come off the bench and just switch it on you need players to understand where you want the ball and where you're going to run mm. and how you and he's a frustrating player because he's because he, he isn't um he isn't a player that ends up hitting the targets all the time so you, whereas the others are 
the like six out of ten plays. So you know what they're gonna do. They don't do it with any kind of you know, they don't get you off your seat. I mean, mm. Jack Harrison never got me off my seat. Dwight McNeil certainly hasn't when he's running anyone. Mm. Maybe when he has, takes a shot. But it's really hard, and this is where this is where we are, we are right now because the manager literally has he's he's had to go. You know, he's he's, he's, he's got the family, he's got the kids, he's mm. had to trade in the Ferrari. Well, I wouldn't even say a Ferrari, but he's had to trade in the slightly fast uh, Ford um, Mondeo um, for you know a six seater. Mm. Which you can get a plan in. Yeah. I think what yeah. a player like Dan Juma could have gave us on Saturday, though, is like, I doubt he would have scored or even assisted. But what you could get is scenarios where he can make a run in behind mm. and you can play that ball over the mm. top. And because he's got a bit of pace, the player marking him has to know they need to go with him. Mm. Now, they might clear the ball, but then we've got the second ball in a scenario where we've stretched City, which is something we didn't do all game. We didn't stretch them once. But, the manager, but then it's compromised. But the manager the might turn around and go, we wouldn't have lasted 17 minutes without a goal. He might have said, you know, oh, yeah. Juma's going to leave. No, very much would have been the last 20. But that's the problem. I mean, the teams have played, you can do both. They, they, listen, 10 minutes into the second half, they bring Kyle Walker on mm. and Kevin De Bruyne. The Bruins. I think that's a win for us. No, but it's, I think we forced we, them into making We forced them into those kind of subs. That's a win. That's a, I see that as a we win. We made them go and get the big brother. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's uh, a win, I think. The Bruins, unbelievable. His hair's tremendous as well. And then Kyle Walker, obviously, was just bombing right on. And that, that made, meant about pace. we had to be, exactly. And we meant we had to be, you know, even more wary. Mikhailenko wasn't crossing. Whereas he'd gone through. He'd gone in there half a few times in the first half. He was getting deeper and deeper because Carl Walker's a runner there. And Someone tried to go past know. Carl Walker. I can't remember who it was. And he just stood there and took the McNeil, ball. wasn't it? Probably, yeah. But he just stood there and took the, Like, literally just went, yeah, yeah, mate, okay. I'll just have a little amble. You go full speed now. No, he's just, he's unbelievable. Yeah, but that's, that, that's it, though, isn't it? But they had that, and then you're looking at the bench, and there's Jack Grealish, and there's Bernardo Silva, and there's players like Oscar, Oscar Bob, you're just going off. You know, but it did. It took. It took uh, them. You know, we got in more than seventy minutes. Ben Godfrey was ill, thrown up on the pitch and had to go. What I think Doherty caught him in the face. So he went back over and gave him a thing. And that, I don't know whether that made him sick. Disappointed or... not to see the book, the sawdust bucket come out. Well, maybe. You know what I mean. Maybe, but Godfrey went off and Seamus Coleman come on and they they still hadn't really done anything. They had a lot of pressure and stuff, but Everton defended brilliantly. But they get a corner, which there is some. Debate over whether it was a corner or not. It's Dominic Calvaloon and Hume Diaz, I think it is, go for it. And it's a corner was given. Ben, uh, James Sarkovsky wasn't happy with the award of the corner. And a, a lot of people have said it wasn't a corner. I think it was. Very much like the Luton game in the FA mm-hmm. Cup the other week, which hit Andros Townsend and then they scored from it. You knew that this corner might, because as they were taking the corner, the, you're thinking, don't score off this way. There's. It's being contested. And lo and behold, he did. It's a ball in. We don't deal with the ball twice. It's Tarkovsky shins and breaks towards Brantwaite and the player. And Jared just slashes at it with his right foot, trying to get it out in the middle of the goal. And it comes to Haaland, and it's a right-footed rocket, the way he hits it. First shot, City, and him and Dad on target all day. And there's nothing Pickford could do. He gets a hand to it, but it's the powers on it, Jack. And that's what that kind of money and quality brings you. Yeah, and I think it's fair to say there was an element of luck to this without even speaking about was it a corner? Oh, was yeah, of course, yeah. It takes a deflection, it comes off Brown. Goes through someone's leg, Coleman's leg. Happens the fall with Harlan. <laughs> There's a slice of luck to it, but ultimately you've got to account for teams having a slice of luck against you. 
because every team will at some point or another. And I always should have been. Look, they don't think if that was a deal, then would we have finished it so emphatically? No, we but then yeah. it comes back to the player. You've still got to take the chance. Brilliant finish. There's so much power behind it. I think mm. Pickford actually got a hand on it, but it to it, didn't he? But that much so power. Much he done well to get a hand on it because it come past players as well. Yeah. Really, and, and that, that's Harlands. Isn't it? You expect that, and you know you mm. can be watching that game thinking, "Oh, the Highlands having a bit of a quiet day today." He needs mm. one chance, and he'll get a goal. Well, the two centre backs Ped had done a very. I mean, Tarkovsky for me was man of the match for Everton, but him and Brantwaite had done really well. Yeah. Sure, him, Harlands unbelievable. The best number nine in the, the world when he's firing. Him, it's him or Harry Kane and the team, isn't it? Really, um, and Everton, Everton had done really well to cope with the two centre backs. Have done brilliantly, mm. but. Jack's right, it's a little bit of fortune for City the way it drops to him because it hits, I think it hits Coleman's leg and drops and he just hits it, but what a finish with the right foot. Yeah, it's 70 minutes of pressure as well. That's, that's hard work mm. for defenders. Really hard work. They're up against it. They're not, it just keeps on coming back. City players are moving positions. They're changing. You're having to stop them. Mm. I talk about this all, a lot of the time where it's players just defending space. Mm. It's defending... Um, you know where the ball's going to go rather than where it is. It's it, it, it mentally must be really tough, and it probably does look. You look at a set piece and think we'll deal with this, and they get the first header on it, and suddenly that causes that little level of confusion, and it falls to the right man in the right place. He obviously works really hard to be in the right place, mm. and he just it's an unbelievable finish, isn't it? It's mm. an unbelievable finish because yeah. you're right. If our player hits that, it ends up in the crowd. It's as simple <laughs> as that, and in most teams would end up yeah, in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. But it falls to someone like him, and it's only going in one place. And again, that's the that's the levels. And that was one. game over, wasn't it? Really, was, once they got one up, they and relaxed. The players know that as well, and they're so patient, aren't they? They don't they don't panic, City. They just keep, especially at the Etihad. They just still. We saw this at Goodison. <coughs> we were beating them at Goodison. Played really well in the first half, deservedly in front. Second half, they come out and just turned the notch up a bit, and they just keep keep it going. They try it. They start again and go. And that's what they were doing, and, and it, you're right, we were probably knackered by the time that went in because we've had to, we haven't even had the moments where we're putting them under pressure with corners. We've only used one sub to that point as well because mm. we're trying to cling on to it. I'm like, that's it, the game's over at that point because that was the tactic. Mm. We haven't had a corner, we haven't had a sniff. Players know when it's not their day. And they've gone up a level second half again, we, whereas first half, we'd had those moments on the counter where we played, we've done really mm. well, the opening 25. Stretched them a little bit, with, but the final ball was terrible. But second half, they were dominant and at 1 0. Like I said, they brought on Bernardo Silva, Jack Grealish. We responded with Beto and Chimiti. Do you not think when it went 1 0, we should have just brought three subs on? Possibly. And just tried to freshen it up mm. a little bit and go, right, let's maybe let's try and have a little bit of a go. But it's easy to say we were, we weren't like they weren't totally like having raiding shots in on Jordan Pickford's goal all day. And we were hanging on, but they just had such control. Just from an attacking point of view, though, that once they we went don't have that though, do we? We, don't we should have looked have gone, right, let's get Chimiti on. Let's get uh, Dobbin on. And, and and give them a taste of... But the irony is he did. It was still 1-0 and they were all on the pitch. Mm. Chimiti, Beto, Dobbin. But they didn't. Yeah, but the two times we had it wide, we didn't even put the ball. No, no. But anyway. the more time you give players, the more time they're going to have to do something, and get mm. into a game. I just don't see. I don't see the point in keeping faith for players who are not doing it. Like you know, McNeil, Harrison, you could easily took one of them off. Dom, mm. you could have took him off all day. 
I just feel like if you go one nil down, sometimes you have to respond immediately and go right. The thing that we tried to do it worked, but now we have to try something different. See, we were at one nil. You're thinking, get a corner or a free kick here, and, and we had the but the frustrating thing for me was we had twice on the run we got in good areas. You know, Amadou O'Nana had come on and. He was the only real one of our midfielders who got his head up and looked to break the lines mm-hmm. off thread and he threaded the ball through to Beto, who was off you missed anyway, but he was offside. But it was the first time we'd had someone no, making no, a right run. Through the middle. Right through the middle and he put it wide. And then we had the ball out wide twice and we hesitated with Cross. And then by the time Beto had run and stopped and had to come back, the but chance that's what I mean. You one nil down. Mm. Why not make the changes then? Because the players on the pitch who you got aren't making a difference to me. Did, did, did to me, it's if you want the down at the Etihad, then roll up your sleeves and, and do something different. Mm. I just, I don't quite, I just, there's a lot, I'm just frustrated, he just frustrates me with his subs. He just, I understand when you've got a plan and it's working, but none of those players were going to get us a goal. They were none of them. They were all out on their feet mm. and there's nothing they'd done in the 70 minutes to, that looked like they were going to get us a goal, so I didn't understand why that how that was going to change. Weren't you frustrated by the second goal though? Because Everton had three opportunities to win the ball on the corner of their box, and all three of our players lost the ball, which mm-hmm. meant they the ball got won, played to De Bruyne, De Bruyne got his head up, played it to Haaland, Brantwaite should jockey, he should have jockeyed and tried to force him wide, he didn't, he tried to go body to body with him, Haaland's too strong. Knocked them over and then Jackie's rolled it in as you'd expect. Cool as cool as can be. Yeah. And it's it really is game over at that stage. You can't afford to lose three duels against City in the no. space of a couple of seconds because no. the space they'll accumulate in the time, yeah. especially when we are trying to push up the pitch a bit more, it just opens so much space mm. for such a quality team. Um, as for Bramford, yet he does the wrong thing, but He's a physical player who quite often relies on his physicality, but he's got that advantage. Mm. He's came up against someone stronger and faster than him, which isn't going to happen most weeks, but it's something yeah. he does need to be prepared for. Mm. So I hope this moment is a learning oh, moment let... from his centre-half. He's a him. great centre-half. He's obviously keen to learn. He's come on leaps and bounds. Mm. He just needs to... Yeah, we talk about players who have a physical advantage at youth level, maybe relying on that too much. He's carried that into senior level because he's bigger and stronger and mm. faster than a lot of strikers as well. Harland, he's the physical perfect striker, isn't he? Because well, he about that six foot five. Harland's just a bit. He's, if you look at him, he carries that pace, doesn't he? And, and he's making that run, isn't he? Yeah, he's the one carrying momentum, and mm. no one bullies Harland off the ball. There's no. a reason why we don't see it happen. So it's yeah, it's about learning a different approach to different scenarios mm. and. You know, hopefully next time we play City, Bramford will have added that to his collection. Well, it's, I mean, it's only... the next time we play Man City, Bramford plays for Everton. I think he'll do one more year. But I think it is that thing. We saw him make that error against Ivan Tony for Brentford a couple of years ago when he got sent off and he's learned from that and yeah. improved. He's, he, there's not been many times this season where he's had a little bit... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Had a bio give him a tough time the other week in the cup game. Broya gave him a tough opening 25 minutes when we beat Chelsea, but he got to grips with him. He played Haaland really well at the weekend. It was just that one moment, one moment. where he, he didn't have to go for the challenge. He should have just carried on, stayed with him. Because we're never going to outrun him, Haaland. Could have stayed with him. But listen, he'll, he'll know now. It's like, right, I'll have to time that, right? One of them things. It, it, we were getting beat anyway. Yeah. So it, it, all it did was put the cherry and on the cake. And just to clarify... Still a brilliant centre back. I'm not trying to say no, no, you're not. No, no, no. It's right. You're right. What you said. It's them. These are the moments where he will learn, and he'll take it to the neck. Because, like I've just said, you can count the number of times this season where he's probably up against physical players, and he's learned from each one. Broya, like I said, he got to grips with that after 25 minutes, and that was that was done. Adebayo gave him a tough, a bit of a tougher time, bullied him a little bit in the looting game, but I'm sure he'll get used to. It. He'll be ready for that next time. And this one with Haaland, so it was just one of them things. He went for it, he bounced off him. And Haaland, it's not the first player to do that, is no. he? And Haaland's just. Haaland's done that to many, you know, mm-hmm. big sense. And will continue to do it. Everton did have the ball in the net. It was a great finish from Beto, but the lines weren't really needed to see. He was offside, but it was a lovely finish with the left foot. And I hope he gets more shots in like that in when he's onside and playing. Because um, those kind of moments. You know, if he could shoot like that in normal games when he's on side, you know, they would change his season and Everton's season with, with goals like that. And it, it was good to see him finish it, albeit. Because Edison did go for it. It wasn't like Edison knew he went for it. But, yeah, mean, I'm looking for tiny glimpses here, aren't I? Obviously. Yeah, something. Give us something. Give us something. Yeah, just hopefully just learn to time his runs a little bit better if he's going to finish like that. Not a little bit better, Jack. Just time your runs. Yeah. He was bloody miles off, but it was a good finish. Nice. nice finish, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Again, listen, they were, they were the far the better. So no, doesn't you can't even sit in and say anything about it. We just have to pick ourselves up. We've got a huge game next Monday against Crystal Palace, and that, that's where our our line of sight has to be. But um, no, I haven't. Yeah, I, know, I, I thought Tarkovsky played really well. That I thought, was I thought, the, defensively, we were fine. We just mm-hmm. we defended well. We just got caught a couple of moments that can happen to you. And, Listen, Onana being back's a bonus. Mm. He was nice and neat inside when he came on and, and slid a lovely ball through. Unfortunately, Beto was 14 yards offside and still curled it wide. Um, and hopefully the core will be back for the next game. Hopefully. The shape's there. You can see what they're trying to do. And on other days, we'll, we'll, we'll be okay. But against them, where, where they are, the moment you know you need you need something you need something and you know I, th- I mean I, I'll be honest I thought Ned would have done like Tarkovsky's stats or something yeah which he could have got from sofa score download the app why yeah. wouldn't you it's free and you get all of that stuff but yeah. just some stuff from it is Tarkovsky 50% of his tackles one interception two blocks eight out of eight clearances three out of three header clearances one two out of two header duels Blocked across, only committed one foul, finished with 
87% passing accuracy yeah. from a centre-half, playing balls out from the back, 87%, not bad. I mean, you're hitting the target more often than not. That, to me, was such a strong performance from a centre-back. Yeah, he's a player who doesn't switch off, isn't mm-hmm. he? Tarkowski, you know, no one ever speaks about, oh, that James Tarkowski lapping concentration. <laughs> he's, especially in a game where you're going to be under wave after mm-hmm. wave of attack, you need that. And, yeah, the passing ability, I think, goes underrated of James Tarkowski. I think mm-hmm. especially when we bought him as well. Remember a lot of people speaking about uh, his passing's not great in the foot. That's a bit of a misconception just because he's a bit he was Brentford's, he's good in the air. He was the ball player in Brentford's back three when he played for Brentford, carrying the ball out. Yeah. That was what he was. He just didn't play in a team where he was asked Barely, to do that. Barely, he didn't need to. But it, it's something he's clearly got in his locker. And yeah, I think he sets the standard every week, Tarkowski, either in his performance or his attitude or both. Mm, definitely. Um, I mean, looking at Brantwaite's numbers as well, Pet for uh-huh. one. 80% of his tackles, 4 out of 5, completed 100% of his clearances, got two blocks in, committed yeah, yeah. one foul. I mean, like another solid performance, wasn't it? One, not even, like, he's gone to kick the it's ball. Came out second and, and, best, and he's, he's in Harland with his speed and his movement. And his power. He's, he's just powered through him. You'd have to just cut the space off, mm. jockey him and force him onto the right foot. That comes with experience, and now he'll know. Next time, that don't engage in them. Mm. Just keep, keep the, keep to with with them. And um, the longer you're with them, and the longer it's two two against one with the keeper, then the less chance he's got of scoring. And that's that's a lesson to be learned. No better way to learn, is there? Well, I I, I think there are better ways to learn. The, the better way like to not, learn, not scoring against you is probably a better. That's way. the well, best. No, but if if he does this now, he'll carry that forward. Well, in future situations, club like John Stones did. Um, oh, stop it! <laughs> Gotta be honest. Oh, well, listen, to he's—you would expect him to move on because he's got such quality. Can't judge a player by one. But I expect Everton to keep holding for another season. I think for him, for his own development, I think another season with Everton—he's—he's he's going to the very top. Mm-hmm. So there's no rush for him to to get to the very top when he's already, you know, on his way. I mean, looking at using the Super Score app, that is free to download. It's really good. Use it. The link is in the shipping helps the channel as well. The XG for the game, 1.63 Man City, 0.32. I'm surprised we got the 3 Which is Everton. Well, yeah, exactly. If we just have a look at the other stats from the game, uh, Manchester City 2, Everton 0. 19 attempts at goal from City, 5 from Everton. Just 3 on target for City, 1 for Everton. Two big chances for Manchester City. Not for the Blues and a 27% possession, which is quite a lot for us at Man City. <laughs> but it wasn't in the lovely sweet spot that we normally get. So there you go. We have to move on. Like we said before, Crystal Palace is a is a big, big challenge for us, and that's the game that we that we have to be looking forward to. You know, this was never a game that you would have looked at and gone, we'll get points out of that one. So we just have to do what we do and hopefully. Moving forward, we improve enough that when we go back to the Etihad, we have more of a go and carry more of a threat. But they worked hard on Saturday. I can't really have a go with the players at all. And all the managing in terms of the game plan, mm. the game plan worked for 72 minutes or whatever it was until Erlen Haaland decided differently. Let us know what you think in the comments section below. Make sure you give the video a thumbs up, download the Super Score app, and uh, leave your comments if you want to become a Toffee TV Premium member where we're going to continue over there now the link is in the description the QR code is on the screen now
See you later.